Down, chapter 10, with no glamour, but with heart. He pretended being asleep, and about time. It didn't work. I knocked twice on the window, and although at first he refused to open it, he did at last. Hi, Shiana, how are you doing? He said, pretending he was waking up. I told him to get out to talk, and he did, with reservations, but he did. He told us he didn't know more than what I had told them and than what he supposed we had heard at the Venus. We didn't believe him completely, at least I. Salva remained convinced as soon as he said that was what Andres had told them. Because Salva plenty knew, Andres only said the strictly needed, and if it was possible, only what was convenient for him. And what is more, he omitted all that could prejudice the rest. I didn't know if Paco was as naive as he seemed, but he deserved some trust of me. After all, he was the only one who I could officially exclude from the peak category. In front of Sandra's building, Paco hesitated to go in. He knew it wasn't my house, and the door looked pretty bad. But we didn't give him time to run away. We went in with our key, because Sandra probably still was on the sofa. The program, no glamour, no heart, lasted five or six hours. Salva went to the kitchen, and Paco and I went to the sitting room. In fact, Sandra was watching the screen. She only averted her eyes a moment while they were advertising the ringtones. But the voiceover releasing the following contents captivated her again. Paco stood up for a few seconds, and then he suddenly sat down. Yes, it was in that precise moment when he felt that dizzy feeling of the first time he had the sea under his feet. Salva came in with chips and biscuits and mesmerized, watched the telly, without talking. Well, Paco was watching Sandra. All the collaborators were at the set. Aria Cancino, our favorite, got an exclusive interview with the Marchioness of Marie the Marchioness wasn't keen on sets, and the interview was on Michelle. The sudden cancellation of the wedding of the Marchioness song had unleashed the rumors that his fiancée had been unfaithful to him, and the former subsequent Marchioness annoyance. That night, they were going to clarify all our doubts. They were going to dispel all the rumors. They were going to lay the cards on the table. The Marchioness of Repipi could tell it all, all of it. Before proceeding to the interview, they used to have a debate where Aria Cancino dropped little phrases of the coming, and the rest tried to give their pros and cons. Sandra and I were in favor of the fiancé. The cheating on thing was a Marchioness trap for sure, Salva said that the Martians smelled a rat 
and decided to intervene before the fiancé took half of her fortune, which was the only thing that bitch was interested in. Taco didn't take sides because he thought like Salva, but he didn't want to go against Sandra. The press photographer Arthur Salmos maintained that there were some photos of the unfaithful going around the editorial offices of the most important magazines of the country. Aria Cancino said the Martians had talked openly over the photo thing and she didn't know they really existed. Arthur said that it was what suited her because she didn't want his song looked like a cock cold. Charo Fermin said she was a Rosalia's personal friend, who was the fiancé's name, and she was a very reliable girl, with her MBA, a job in a board of directors, and she was so much in love with the Martinist song. Pismi Gonzalez suggested that maybe the cheeky one was the hair, and also maintained that there were photos going around the editorial offices of the main tabloids of the country, and even abroad. There, the conductor stopped the debate and introduced the interview. The truth is that it was a big disappointment. Of course, she talked about the cancellation of the wedding. She said it was a bride's and groom's issue, and she wasn't the one to talk about it. Although Aria made the question in thousands of ways, even Paco said if they had people like her making interrogations, nobody was going to sleep away. What she did talk about was the supposed trap to her future daughter-in-law. She said that never ever would do something like that to anybody. That she loved her as a daughter. That she was a very good girl, very hardworking, and that came from a very good family. Sandra and I looked at each other, reading our minds. The Martianist was such a false. When Aria asked about his son's scurrilous behavior, she tried to justify it, saying he did what all 20 something did. That he was young, he wanted to live life. She informed on herself. She didn't want his son to get married. Of course she didn't. You could easily notice it. Aria insisted on the photos matter, and she assured there weren't photos at all. She was absolutely sure. After the interview, the debate was really fervent at the set and at home. I noticed the Martians had paid to withdraw her son's pictures and had paid also to circulate the Rosalias. Sandra was searching about this last thing, but she thought that if there were some photos of her song, she wouldn't mind they published them because she was kind of open-minded. Plus, it helped the no-marriage cause. Paco said the daughter-in-law had planned the whole story to get rid of the little Marquis after the wedding. But for some reason, things anticipated. Salva said the so-called Rosalia was a nasty bitch dying to be famous and she didn't mind getting married or not as long as she appeared on TV. 
because he had just heard they had offered her a show in that channel which pays the beautiful girls for appearing.